Sinks. AKA Blaybolt. I'm here with my uh, co-host, fellow white boy, Jack Shearer, flatback himself. What's up, bro? Hi, everyone. <laughs> um, not much. I guess now that you're feeling better, it's my job to make you miserable again. Christ. So I'm um, here <laughs> punching in once more, <laughs> ready for another shift. Ready to fuck with Adam's mood for half an hour. <laughs> before literally slowly degrade it. Recording. Before we start recording, um, just before, I'd just like to run through the conversation we had for the audience. Um, as we as as we, um, talked about before, me and Jack both have Apple Watches. Um, Jack, you know, as an athlete, creams his rings, just blitzes them most days. I am non-athlete. Shocker, I know. Um, and so I sometimes struggle to complete my rings or to, you know, really compete. And so he's minced me at every single competition. And he lost his Apple Watch. And he's got a new one now, which I fucking got him. Or, or went for the process of getting him. And he just... Uh, Much appreciated. Uh, and, then, and then he's and he's obviously blitzing them again. I, and I've just had, you know, glandular fever, the worst sickness of my entire life. Almost killed me, really. Not really, who knows. Besides being short, I guess. Wow, and, then, <laughs> and, and and he just and I said, oh, it's gonna take me a couple of months to compete again. You know, just saying, you know how fatigued and it's actually really limiting. I can't really do anything physical about feeling like I've ran a marathon right now because I'm, you know, really fucking sick. And Jack said, were you ever competing, bro? Like a wanker because he's a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, <laughs> it's me, Jack. Yeah, <laughs> and in the middle of it. He did a short joke. <laughs> like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I saw Becky today, and the first thing she said to me was, Adam, have you grown? So. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't think anyone's better at being accidentally mean than Becky Fart, to be honest. With the that possible a, exception nah, of like. Nah, because I have grown slightly. So <laughs> I was like, yes. Ha- Were you wearing your supplements? Nah, I was, I was flat-footed at the time, so... Oh, well. Okay. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, she would have been warranted in thinking you'd grow in if you were wearing them, but I guess not. Do you know that Jack's actually the worst person? <laughs> <laughs> you know who's the worst fucking person? Who? Everyone who was involved in making Free Guy. That movie is dreadful. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god I was watching this with Josh This just came to my mind I wasn't even planning to talk about this Ryan Reynolds Yes Made a movie Called Free Guy It's on Disney Plus Don't watch it But um It involves Uh Taika Waititi Yeah Chris Evans Um And a bunch of other people Who shouldn't have gone anywhere near a, that a project bunch, And it's just bu- like A bunch of fucking YouTubers as well Oh god Anyway Yeah So Basically, the premise of the movie, it's like a cross between the Lego movie and Edge of Tomorrow, mm. with a little bit of, like, the Truman Show, I guess, if you've seen any of those movies. Anyway, the basic no, premise ne- is... I've actually never seen the Lego movie. I actually despise Lego. About it. <laughs> <laughs> I was more meaning the Truman Show. I have only seen part of it, but I've got the basic... I've heard it's a good yeah, yeah, I've heard it's really good. Jim Carrey is another topic we could get onto. Anyway... Um, the basic premise of the movie, to save you two hours of pain, is um, uh, the main character, his name is Guy, lives in a 
computer game, right? Mm. And obviously he thinks it's real life, but he doesn't have the mental capacity to understand that his like life is the same every single day. He's an NPC. Mm. Um, for people who don't know what that is, I didn't know what that was before. Player character. Exactly. I so know basically, that someone. I'm a gamer. <laughs> someone just walking around in the background of the movie, like they don't of the game. Sorry, they don't do anything. They don't. You can't use them or do anything. They're just props, essentially. Um. Anyways, he's a non-playable character. All he does is wake up, have a coffee. Always the same coffee. Always says the same things to people as he walks past them in the street. Um, he works at a bank, and basically one of the missions in this game is to rob the bank. So like every single day, the multiple times a day, the bank gets robbed, and it's just like another day in the life. Yeah, yeah. Then he goes home, wakes up again. And this is where the cliches start. So basically this entire movie is like every cliche you could possibly think of in a movie. Mm. But it's not. It's like so unself-aware, it's not funny. Like it's... It's just disappointing considering who's in the movie. Anyways, it's such a talented crew behind it. Wait, and they just yeah. like I could have written this movie, or at least like the basic highlights. Yeah, you know. Um. So, this NPC guy and his NPC buddy are walking down the street like NPCs do. He gets to player classes, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. and so there's this um, there's this lady who is going through the missions in the game and she knows everything about every character like every npc yeah well she's done it every single time she knows what they say and like something about her trips him out because she's so beautiful obviously and he falls in love with her and he starts becoming like sentient i guess you'd say right you know he like drifts off his npc um uh what would you call it yeah like programming i guess mm. and like the first time he tries to follow this character he just gets hit by a train or something the whole thing starts again like the whole day starts again except he has like some purpose now and his right. purpose is to chase this fucking character and so he chases her catches up with her and he like tries to talk to her but she's like how did you get that skin you know like you can't get this this mm. costume that he's wearing in the game how do you have you got the default skin you fucking bot that's crazy how do you do <laughs> no V-box yeah what? um and then he's like so in love with her but she's you know the classic like girl in the movie that needs to be pursued she doesn't like fall for him straight away mm. she like sends him off and he's like oh i need to prove myself to you and so she's like level something 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 200 and she tells him that he needs to get to like level 100 before he can come on to her on missions and stuff Right. So there's this whole like Rocky esque kind of monologue where he just runs around like being the hero because the whole game is like it's like GTA, right? Yeah, You're yeah, just yeah. a villain. You can just fuck shit up. You win. You gain experience by being a criminal. Mm. But he doesn't. He's not the criminal. He's the good guy. He's a good guy. Get it? Oh, Great he's guy. Nice guy. Yeah. Is he also classic. Free by any chance? Not at this point. But, he but he's it. becoming free because he, you know. Anyway. Long story short, he's like the Antichrist. No, no, that's that's wrong. The Sorry, he's like Antichrist. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's and, Jesus. And a, and a, <laughs> that's what the Antichrist almost, is. It's Jesus. You could almost call him Christ. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, it's Jesus confirmed. <laughs> we've all, yeah. we've had a suspicion for a minute, but it got confirmed today. <laughs> And I don't know if it's like he can't fail missions or he's like something to do with him being the NPC, but basically he levels up real quick. 
Well, and NPCs but, typically invincible, so... Yeah, well, there you go. So, like, he speedruns all these missions, and he's, like, catching... What they try to make out is international attention. And there's, like, these little cameos of fucking YouTubers and Twitch... Josh was losing his mind at this point, because he hated all of these people. And I think I mean, we were talking it's, it's about... like Jacksepticeye and shit, isn't it? Who aren't bad people, but... Ninjas in it? Pokemane? Laser Beam? These are all names that Josh gave me. I, I, know, I, know, um, I know those names. Laser Beam's kind of funny. I'm not going to care. I watch, used to watch a lot of Laser Beam. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, for people who don't know who they are, they're like famous gamer YouTube Streamers. people. Streamers. Streamers, that's it. Probably. I don't know. Uh, um... And how how many um tanks of hair dye was spread between these people? So many. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't see one natural hair colour. Unless is Pokemon's hair colour natural? Probably. Laser beam should Looks be natural. Brown. Yeah. Um anyway. They're trying to drum up that he's like so famous and everyone's talking about him and stuff because he's they refer to him as blue shirt guy because he's, mm. you know, taking the game by storm. Blah 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 Who blah. Is blah. This guy? And um yeah, literally, who is this guy? That's the whole, like, point of that very long scene. Um, I'm trying to, like, make this short, but it's just... It, it does... It it's making me sad it, to think about. It doesn't really matter about the actual ending of the movie. This isn't very good. Watch the trailer, you can probably figure it all out. He probably breaks out the game, or, like, gets the girl or something. Yeah, so he gets... A, like, the girl falls in love with him, or her character does, or she falls in love with... Oh, because everyone... Sorry, everyone thinks that he's a hacker who's managed to get the NPC skin. No one realises it's an NPC right, who's yeah. become sentient. Even she thinks that. And then she realises halfway through, and she's like, oh my god, this is so amazing, and blah, 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 you need to be protected, because there's, like, a sequel to the game coming out or something, and they're going to destroy the old one, and he'll be lost forever or some shit like that. GTA 6 is coming out! <laughs> and there's an evil like game developer it's basically a shot at ea that's what i picked up anyway um and how they don't care about the player or some shit like this anyway it's like gets to the point where there's this hero story and like the developer's trying to destroy the game and he has to save it and you know and like the whole way through they just do so much cringe shit like I mean, we've talked about before how you don't like the word cringe, but there's no other way to no, describe it. I, I, it was I like, think this is, this is a perfect example of cringe. Josh was almost crying. <laughs> Actually, was Josh was crying. Correction, Josh was crying. Josh hated every minute of it. And I think, to be fair, we were in that um, very specific age range where seeing those streamers just made us want to rip our hair out. Because mm. like, I know my little brother watching that would have been like, oh my god, it's Ninja! Or it's any one of those other people. And, like, old people who didn't know who they were would have been like, oh, wow, like, these people must be some big deal if they're all talking about. Like, essentially, mm. like, you know how lots of movies have um, uh, quick scenes of, like, news reporters all over the world talking about a specific event? As it's yeah. like, you know, in Spider-Man movies or something, mm. when they're like, Spider-Man, and then there's someone in Mexico going, Spider-Man, like that. But because we just know that streamers are fucking losers, um, you, Josh and I were sitting there. The Wi-Fi broke down halfway through, but I did understand what you were trying to say, so... Okay. Anyway, the streamer bit really didn't hit. And Taika Waititi was the villain of the movie, the, like, video mm. game developer guy. I think he stole some code from someone else's... There's, like, a, another subplot about, like, two real-life character, two real-life people falling in love as well, obviously. Right. Because you can't just have an in-game 
relationship. That would be too... No, of course not. ...one-dimensional. And, like, the whole way through, there was just cliche after cliche after cliche. Um, and, you know, like, fight between main characters. They don't talk anymore. But then, oh, my God, they make up just in time to realise what's truly important. And they fight for freedom amongst all this corporate me, 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 me. It's just, it makes me sad to talk about. Anyway. I don't think I've heard you... The whole way through, Josh and I were like, this movie's like... ...in a long time. And I talked to you after you listened to this... Oh, shit, this Wi-Fi's... Sorry, it it froze quite a bit, so I don't know what you just said. Say that again? I said, this is the most upset I've ever seen you over a piece of media. That being said, I've also talked to you after you listened to Logic's Supermarket. And Convergence of (laughs) Friday is fine. This somehow tops that. (laughs) Yeah. Um... I actually wasn't that mad in hindsight and at the time because Josh was having such an awful time that it was kind of funny. Right, yeah, yeah of course. But As thinking back, it just makes me grumpy. Um. I mean, that's actually a really interesting part of this I've been thinking about. Because I thought this movie, I watched the trailer for this movie, fucking, because it got delayed because of COVID initially. So I never watched the trailer for it and going, this looks fucking trash. This looks shit. Mm. <laughs> um, but then I, or, since they've got so many influences in it, um, my entire Twitter feed was them talking about how excited they are about it and how good the movie was because you know, they're trying to promote it and like they're so hyped that they're in a Ryan Reynolds movie that it's gasped and like it's just all gas ups. So when it came out, sometimes a, a movie comes out and it gets a bad reception, and so I just think mm-hmm. so you just think the movie's bad because of it. Like like a recent example, like like when Justice League first came out and everyone just hated it on yeah. social media, like oh this must be a bad movie then about having to watch it. This is this. Everyone was like hyping it up and going, "This is so cool. This movie's so great. Oh my god!" And like, and I was like, "Oh, so this must be a good movie." And it was doing so well. And I was like, "This okay? Maybe it was good. Maybe they fixed it. It's not as bad as the trailer makes it out to be." And then I get your text last night. This movie is awful. And I was like, "Ah, oh, okay." <laughs> mm. Yeah, and like um, the other thing was like, Josh and I was sitting there like I've had every cliche so far, you know, but the. The reviews are really great, so there must be, like... There's all these clever people on it, you know? Like, mm. they must be self-aware enough to realise that this is just the most predictable movie ever. And they were barreling towards the conclusion, and Josh was like, like, oh, there's a big twist coming, there's a big twist coming, and there's just just no twist. That's it was like incredible. It was like Ice Age. And I have stood on the Ice Age hill for a long time. I think they're great movies, but that's because when you're watching it, you know there's going to be a bit of drama along the way, and then it's just going to be a happy ending, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> by the end, Josh was like, please someone get run over. Just get run over. Because right at the start of the movie... <laughs> right at the start of the movie, Ryan Reynolds got run over like as he was chasing that girl. Right. Um, and that was like, you know, a little bit unexpected, kind of like a reset to the day. Mm. Um, and then the last scene was... Or one of the last scenes was the two real-life love interest people standing across the street from each other, like looking into their each other's eyes and smiling and it was all slow motion and shit like i said cliche and they start like running out into the street to meet each other and josh is like please <laughs> please, <laughs> please one of them get run over please see the semi just sat down that road do you yeah do you think this is the most because normally when moves are a cash grab everyone sort of knows do you think this is the most successful cash grab in a minute because it's done really fucking well and it hasn't been panned as much as it should have been i'm just amazed that it's so like basic and like i feel like i could have written the movie or the bones of the movie you know if someone just told me to sit down and make like a 
family like thing, you know. You've watched the movie before, just use the exact same script. <laughs> just combine every successful movie and use one cliche from each. The, I mean, you, you you might not like know where, where to put it here, and mm. Josh Josh would be like, did they at least do anything clever about the NPC part? Like when when he got ran over and he started his day again, was he like staying his day? Like, the day was starting again, or was he, like, starting his day again, but since it's out of order, since he's gone off the path of starting, like, in mid in, at the midday or something? No, no, no. So he starts again, and it's, like, a completely fresh... Like, it's just another day, Oh, that's right? so lame. It would have been so funny if it was, like, he was going off his path, like... Because in actual video games, if an NPC, like, by accident, because you pushed it out of the way or something, goes off its path, it keeps trying to do its thing regardless of the environment around it. Mm. So, like, he, he should have been ran over and he was starting his day again, like, waking up, having his coffee, but it was, like, 3pm, and it just got out of sync with everything. Be, and he's on the train tracks or something. No. It just starts a new day. It's, That's like, so it wipes. Lame. They could have done so It was so, so lame. And, like, every time they had an opportunity to do something cool, they just didn't. Fuck. Maybe I should watch this just so I can also hate it. But then again, do I really want to? <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I opened my, um, my Disney Plus there and I saw three guys staring at me. I was like, ah. <laughs> I mean, Maybe I don't this is this. a this is the only time to watch it because if like while you're sick, you know, or recovering from being yeah. sick, you don't you probably won't feel as bad about wasting two hours of your life. Whereas if you have shit to do, yeah. If, later, the thing is, I've also got much more enjoyable ways to waste time. I logged fifteen hours into Breath of the Wild. This, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's speak of NPCs. Uh, <laughs> I've got nothing to say. Uh-huh. About that, game. that game just got me well by the balls. There's, there are some NPCs in that game though that just are like I feel um you can, it's it's all medieval times right and he's a mm-hmm. you can collect fucking mushrooms they're like for potions like oh this protects you against fire this makes you faster and stuff and the faster ones are called um rushrooms clever name right anyway you find you find NPCs and they give you missions and stuff and there's this one guy who's just like a fucking heroin addict but it's for rushrooms because he's like. Um, hey man, can you get me some fucking rush rooms? I've got a fucking fiend for them. And it's just like, I used to have them every day as a kid. I, I started having them when I was five and I've been hooked ever since. It's just a drug addiction. It's crazy. I was like, it's such a different change of pace. Like it just says, yeah, I had them every day since I was five, but I can't find them anymore. And I've, you know, so, I'm just so dependent on them. I can't have them. But it's like, painting is like a, a nice thing to do for someone. I'm like, I'm just getting this guy's drug fix right now. Yeah, so for the side quest, you had to enable his drug addiction. Literally, he's like, um, I'll, I'll offer you a diamond, which is the most rare mineral in the whole game. He's effectively offering you $500, which is like a <laughs> lot of fucking money in that game. To just, it's, it's clearly just a, a drug addict on his last legs, giving up his life savings for you to get him a fix. It's insane. Jesus. It's crazy. I'm like, and it, it feels that game's, it's not like that the rest of the game. It's just one part It's like, yeah, just fiend my drug fix, please. <laughs> It's blew my mind. I was like, "How the fuck did this pass like public relations?" <laughs> mm, yeah, that. How did that get through? Yeah. Um. Fuck. Just just, just popped in my mind just now. Just spe- speaking of you know logging fifteen hours and how long it, how much of all my life I've spent spent that game this past year. I saw this um TikTok. It was saying um ah oh, I stole my high school boyfriend's favorite jacket um in two thousand fifteen. And now, and now he wanted it back, so we got married. It was like, how was, like, this, this story? It was very cute and shit. And, um, Wait, what? Sorry, what? It was this, per- so, so, this high school couple, right? 
Mm. And he wanted it back like reasonably quickly after the relationship well, ended, or he well, wanted it, it back it, like it, six it like, years later. Like, they, like, they they broke up either during high school, then they like grew apart, then they found each other again. And so it's like, oh, he wanted the jacket back, and now they and then they got married as they found each other again. Oh, okay. Sorry, as a, as a cute. I thought you meant like. I thought you meant like they broke up six years ago. She held his jacket ransom, and he had to marry her to get it back. <laughs> nah. Although, again, it didn't explicitly say that it was the case, but I don't think that was the case. But um, someone in the comments was clearly going like, um, "Oh shit! Like that's pretty pretty quick time to get married to your high school boyfriend. Like you just graduated." And she's like, "No, we graduated in 2016." And I just watched this guy in his comments have an existential crisis and replies. <laughs> It's a, wait, that's pretty... Oh, wait, what? And then he was like, this guy, like, graduated in, like, 2011, so he's going, like, oh, that's so... That's, you've just graduated then. And, uh, mm. and I was thinking, like, I started high school in 2016, and I'm graduated now. So this person's just sitting here just going, I... I, I it's just crazy watching this person have this a fucking mental crisis and TikTok replies. Yeah. Because they am like, denial about it, going, like, oh, that's really recent, and we're like, oh... Not really. It's been like what, four years, five years. <laughs> he's gone. Has it? Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Damn, poor guy. Yeah. Rough. <laughs> uh, I, I that, that the year two thousand sixteen keeps popping up and shit. It just makes me realize like the time it's passed. It's I know that I like in my getting my COVID test. It goes like yeah, my kid was born two thousand sixteen. He's at you know school now. I'm like. Oh. He's got a degree now. Yeah. Well, like, they're people now. That's weird. People born in 2016 yeah. are people. That's crazy. Yep. Who let it's that crazy happen? Who let that happen? <laughs> Your bird let that happen. Have you, seen, have you seen that new meme that's come out of British Twitter? No, I haven't. Oh, hell, let me just... This is, I follow this British meme account that sends me... Well, not sends me, this shows me fantastic British memes. It, it's so deep into Britain, British, t- like... Like, the people in the comments are replying with British slang. It's, like, clearly it's a natural thing to do. <laughs> but like, Adam is British. I'm so British. Um, British. But it's just, like, your bird thanks a company on Instagram for sending her clothes that she paid for. Such shit. Your bird tweets BBC Radio 1 and tells them to keep the tunes coming. <laughs> <laughs> your bird gets called boss man by the guy in the kebab shop. Your, your your bird asks, "What's the damage after ordering around?" Just all the sh- it's it's good, but the comments. Are f- your bird. The comments are fucking phenomenal. <laughs> These people just like putting other like going. Your bird goes up to the DJ booth and asks if they can do requests, and then oh shit, please so I can find it. This one person just goes, "Yeah, here you go offensive. Why don't you get that?" <laughs> <laughs> Maui dolphin in British. And then, and then the first top the, the top reply, your bird gets offended by a meme page. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a there's another one. It was this guy just trying to take on Vince. Yeah, you go. None of these mincers can get a bird because he bants his shit, and he's just fighting for his life. And the replies, <laughs> oh fuck, yeah, I need it. This this saga is incredible. Um. Someone replies, you can't spell weekday. They go, replies, you drink your mum's bath water after she gets out. 
I'm sorry, British people get very creative with their comments. And then there's obviously some replies going, oh, great bands, because it's, you know. And then, um, mm. thanks, Joey Trabani, which I don't know, don't know what that means. Um, and then that guy replies. It's probably insulting, though. And so then the guy who, repl- who said great bands replies again, I'd ask how you're doing, but I already know you're doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the most basic, like, schoolyard insult, but if you say it in a British accent, it's probably funny. <laughs> and then your know, first guy replies again, doing just fine, feeding off your ginger tears. <laughs> oh, fuck. Wow, ginger? Now that crosses the line, mate. I'm not having it. I'll break your other arm. The guy had a cast in his profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what this sounds like? It's like two year tens just yelling at each other in the, um, <laughs> it is. In the playground. It literally is, but it's just, oh, it's just fucking hilarious. You wouldn't break wind, you fucking carrot. And then the guy says, I'm, it says, by the way, I'm not a ranger. I'm the other guy in the profile picture. Mm-hmm. Also, was it your comment? Were you on the podcast last week when we talked about year nines getting to boys high and not seeing a playground and being disappointed? Oh, I, I think. Did we talk about that on the podcast? <laughs> I think we did. I don't remember <laughs> saying that, but yeah. <laughs> That's just such high. a funny concept. And not seeing the fucking, like, jungle gym and be like, hey, what the fuck? Where's the playground? Where's the fucking tornado, my guy? <laughs> Where the fuck are the monkey bars? <laughs> <laughs> where is the fort to play tag in? I want to know where the fort is. How are we supposed to play the floor is lava on the field? <laughs> Riddle me that, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Headmaster. Getting to boys like and just seeing benches and fields was one of the most depressing things I think I've ever gone through in my life. Just, oh shit. And a cricket just, pitch. Just getting to go, oh yeah, <sighs> this school clearly has no fun at lunchtime. <laughs> what are we supposed to do at lunchtime? Boys like wants to figure out why kids keep fighting. It's because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> It's, it, you can't climb on shit. <laughs> We're just looking for some physical entertainment. You can't climb anything. Because if you climb on a roof, you get expelled. So I'm just going to punch a guy instead. <laughs> Imagine being so stupid as to take away all the playgrounds at Boys High, then put it in the gully and be surprised when people climb the terraces. <laughs> right? I, I, it's, I think it's um, funny as well. Because like, I don't really think kids really... You don't really get tired. Like, kids don't... Ne- boys especially don't naturally get tired of playgrounds. Like, playgrounds mm. always go... Like, you can always find some use for them. Yeah. It's just, it's just like high school goes, nope, you're not having it. It's like, well, if it's just a massive jungle gym. Like, paint it black so it looks mature. But it's a biggest shit jungle gym. That'd be kind of gas. <laughs> People do cool shit on it as well. Yeah, like, you could... You know, it's, I, I just feel like it, it's a missed stop. And, like, it encourages physical activity that isn't just cardio. You know, you... I don't know. I just feel like it's a missed opportunity. Yeah. This is how I'm announcing that I'm going to buy out Boy Side and put in a massive fucking jungle gym throughout the entire galley. It's no longer a rugby field. It's one big jungle gym. You don't have to walk across the galley anymore. You get to swing. Oh, my God. Yeah, the jungle gym's so deep that it's a platform, normal like a, a barred platform across, so you can kind of, like, tiptoe across if you're real skilled. <laughs> Imagine, like, a zip line across the galley, though. That, that would have saved my ass so many times. That would be so, so dope. This t- discussion is now limited to people who know the geography of Boys High. There's a big... Um, you can Google Boys High Galley, I'm pretty sure, and it'll show you. The galley is just like a big fuck-off rugby ground that's sunken into the ground. It's a gully. It the looks like a valley. It's a hole. It's a really big fucking hole. <laughs> 
Apparently it was it was dug by students. Yeah, like, which is insane. When slavery was still legal, probably. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, that's a, like we joke, but like thinking about what boys' like, the school life must have been like at the time. At lunchtime, you just go and dig a hole. Cause it's a massive hole. Like yeah, you, it's fucking huge. Got, it's a rugby field sized hole, and the terraces that I mentioned before are what that like seating, right? Mm. They're made out of dirt, and like people climb up and down them because why wouldn't you? They're fun. They're big stairs, mm. and they obviously because they're like dirt, you know, they just crumble. Well, that, what's crazy about well, there's the side of there's a side of the gallery that's got really nice seating, and so you've got steps and shit, mm. and it's where visitors sit to watch games. The boys just get fucking lumps of dirt where there's no actually secure way to get up and down the gallery. They just throw you in there and say good luck, but don't climb up the convenient parts. And there's like yeah, and everyone there's, eats shit. It's just, it's fucking crazy again. This. There's stairs, and then there's, like, little smooth dirt trails where people have wandered down in the past. It's like, you know those videos of fucking mountain goats trying to navigate a really steep cliffside, and they're, like, yeah. perched on one tiny little rock? Mm. That's what it's like trying to get down the gully. Because <laughs> How- one slip is certain death. There's a video, <laughs> there's a drone video of, um, like, the boys hide doing the hark- the school doing the harker during one of the rugby mm. games. And I'm on one of these, like, there's, like, a little... I don't know what you'd call it, like a knoll, I guess, on one of the thingies. It's like the gully goes in these perfect oh, stairs, yeah, yeah, but yeah. in one bit there's like a little bump, mm. and it's slippery as fuck, and it's like at a 45-degree angle. And um, when we go down onto our knee in the hucker, I'm like right on the edge of this thing, and you can see me slip. Like my front knee just disappears, and I almost fall down the stairs. <laughs> That's so weird. And I like managed to recover, <laughs> but we were looking for it in the um, drone video, and you can see it. It's quite funny that's hilarious. That, that story went exactly where I wanted it to go I was like please tell me this is you slipping on camera <laughs> yeah um, did you ever were you, did you see I thought must have been your year 12 my year 11 so we were probably had just met each other I don't know but it was like during um, I remember it was this heavier fellow um, it was just as everyone was arriving to the game so it's like fucking busy as shit it's crowded is it, is it, mm-hmm. you know, there's that big, massive, central dirt path that was really slippery after it rained. So a heavier, yeah. heavier fellow, like, he's just walking in line. Bro slips, wipes out maximum, oh, no, like minimum 12 people. He just... <laughs> <laughs> I never watching it from afar. And just... Oh, it was glorious. Like, I... Because, <laughs> like, also, if you slipped on that area, you went, like... Our, um, we, we used to... I saw so many people slip down there to, the, over sit, the years. We used to sit there, you can go back and watch old vlogs and sit, we used to sit there during lunch sometimes, and oh my god, we would just chuck cunts down that road. <laughs> if you were small, thankfully at the time, this was before I got my growth got stunted, so I was not small, but everyone else that was like slightly sh- shorter, you just got thrown, you just slide and slide all the way to the bottom, it's... <laughs> insane. The funniest thing we is like a, seeing we, someone... We put a bra on crutches actually, I, I think, you know but, um... What's his name? Will Smith. We went to the... the yeah. His little brother, Max, I was friends with in high school, put the bra on crutches on X. It wasn't me personally. I think Tom did it, but like just... <laughs> bodied that, Good. You just evaded a lawsuit in the future. <laughs> hey, well, I had nothing to do with it. I don't think I was there that day, but... Fuck. Anyway, as you were saying... Suspicious. The funniest thing was when people had like a massive backpack that also dragged them down, you know? Because oh. like that extra weight <laughs> Those mass- is sometimes oh. all you need to just keep building momentum. I think the most lethal weapons at Boys High to your own detriment were those massive black high zero bags. Yeah. Like the, you saw so many of those. The Gavin Bishop staple. 
The fact that they could they could just hold so much, and that was kind of like, it was almost like a flaw in the design. Because yeah. they just get so heavy. I used to have one of those bags, and fuck, stitched me up on multiple occasions. Seeing year nines walking around with like a spaceship on their back, oh. <laughs> like running around as well, and they've just got like you wonder if they if they can stop on like commander nah. if they need a while to slow down as a as a year nine who did indeed have a spaceship nah i crashed many times i fell <laughs> it was just brutal <laughs> this is bad but you must remember as like a year nine or a year 10 walking or running like between classes and getting like shoulder budged yeah by older people like people older than you it was just it was just a rite of passage it's just how it goes i never did that oh did i actually oh i didn't Grow up. There's no way you didn't do that. I, d- I didn't do it to any kid I didn't know. I consider myself very gentle and non-violent. But I did this... Sh- I bumped so many people. It's just... You just do it. It's educational. I mean, yeah, I, I, did, I, I did the old <laughs> subtle one, but... um. Yeah, well, the funny... Was, <laughs> well, now I feel bad saying this. I thought this was just a generally accepted I, I, no, fact. I, I definitely did it to, like, little kids. Like, I definitely did it to Ed Shearer a couple times. <laughs> oh, yeah. You do it even worse to people you know. But, like... <laughs> Okay, what I was going to say was like year nines are notorious for running between classes. Mm. And like the older you get, the more you chill out, the less stuff you have in your bag. But year nines have like 20 kgs on their backs. They're skinny as fuck and they're running. And if you knock them slightly <laughs> off balance, their bag will do enough <laughs> to just completely run. Their fucking central gravity is broken. Like, bros Literally. fall. Like, oh, I'm pretty sure if you like year nines lining up for class, just push one at the back, just dominoes. <laughs> mm. It's like it's like if you know when you're on the luge and you go around the corner and you're on two wheels. Mm. It's like that point of balance, except there's twenty kilos dragging you towards the, <laughs> to the side. <laughs> well, it's not so much dominoes, but like everyone walks pretty close together. Mm. And if you knock one of them and then they run into someone else, and then it's just a bit of a pile up, and it's quite funny. Oh my god. I- Knowing what I know now, if I was to do year 12 and 13 again, I feel like I'd be significantly meaner to year 9s. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be a terror, to be honest. I, 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 I've i that one story, and I'm not very proud of this, because it, it, it came from a point of weakness. But in year 13, or year 12 and year 13, I wore these um, boots, like these um, Chelsea boots to school. And the heel they had made me sound just like a teacher, and I walked through mm. the woods. And so I'm um, fucking little year nines would always like spin around when they heard me because I was like, oh my god, it's a teacher, but no, it's just fucking me. Um, it's blade bolt, it's blade bolt. <laughs> not just a teacher. I did, fucking blade bolt. Got, got it a couple times, but but like it, like it still creates that atmosphere of a teacher. And so mm. obviously I would just like ignore it because it was like, well, okay, yeah, you thought I was a teacher, but I remember what, I was having a really awful fucking day, and I was walking out of the art block. I'm pretty sure, and so I was echoing. And this little year nine was weighing from metal. He was facing the door. And and he just spun around because he was like, oh, shit, teacher. And it terrified. And I just... <laughs> <laughs> I just flinched tested him. I, just, I flinched tested him. And he, he flinched. He definitely flinched. He fell backwards through a window and he was never seen again. <laughs> he did. He was right by the wall, so the wall caught him pretty quick. But... <laughs> I... I, I, I it, I feel bad now, but at the time that made me feel much better. My day got a lot better from that point on. Do you remember when people trained themselves not to react yeah. to people flinching? That was some dumb shit. And then um, just recently, I think it was my little cousin in Wanaka, like, was trying to flex me that he didn't flinch if I, like, 
did you know like if I clicked my fingers next to his face or something and I was like this is this is such a throwback because that was like year four year five type shit which is about a little bit older than he is now but you know I it's clearly still around I think I, I'm pretty sure Ed would pull this pull that on us on pull that thing on us during summer at some stage but I think the only appropriate response if someone goes look I don't flinch try it just to slap them like mm. actually follow through because <laughs> then I'd love to um, that just undermines their training you don't, don't even slap them hard but like just make contact because that just kills all their training yeah I'd love to box it again actually oh I think I had that was video. very therapeutic once I get back to, once I make the vlog I'm working on oh my god oh my god that clip is so good just boosh 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 <laughs> <laughs> and just him getting progressively more scared as time went by <laughs> Once he tried to punch me in the nuts, I was like, you know what? <laughs> no, we're, we're not accepting this behavior. Pretty much. <laughs> Get fucked. Um, fuck, I, I knew it, it was the smallest year nine. And again, knowing what I knew now, I would have definitely tried to get him. Like, just seeing what distance I could have gone from him on a shoulder barge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I pulled. It's actually kind of an art form when you think about it. Like <laughs> he's definitely a craft to it, trying to figure it out. I just remembered running or walking myself, and not understanding how people could be that strong. Right, like it genuinely felt like running into a brick wall sometimes. Well, you got to remember, my things. You've got your momentum. You're like, moving bounces. in them. Yeah, yeah you, that's it, true. It's all about your positioning and shit. Because you can be, you can, yeah. you can not be that big and still pull it off pretty well. Just drop the shot. That's true. Because like, I don't even remember when I used to do it to people. I didn't really like tense or anything. You just sort of like keep walking, yeah. and you like, as long as you hold your line. I think most people like instinctively sort of move, and that like combined like pulling away, and then your impact of going into them is enough to like knock them off. Yeah. Quite substantially. I don't know. It it really is. You know, something that should be studied. <laughs> our, our, I reckon they should have a control group. Should go towards this. One hundred kids who got mercilessly shoulder budged on the way <laughs> through their Why first couple 13? years of high school, <laughs> and a hundred who didn't, and then see what they do to year nines and year thirteen. I bet you, I guarantee that the people who got shoulder budged would give it back. Oh, of course they would, because that's all you're waiting for when you're getting older. The two perks of becoming a senior in high school are having the authority to no three. Having the authority to skip the line and have people not call you out at the tuck shop. Being able to shoulder barge people I, on the I, way I think, between classes. I think that first one, you were just a prefect. I think that's all that was. <laughs> Actually, that's a, that's entirely what it was. <laughs> Alright, two things then. Shoulder barging people and being able to wear pants. Oh my god, wearing, wearing pants, pants is, is so a lifesaver. Oh my god, that ch- changes your life. Once you go pants, you don't go back. <laughs> there's, a, there's like a slogan to be made here. Go go pants, never go back. Yeah, that's it. It's just a if you go black, <laughs> you don't go back saying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking of. Um, fuck, I had something very insightful to say. Additive, fuck, nah, it's gone, it's gone. It's something to do with shoulder barging and shit like that. But I just nah, nah. Oh, do you think it's fucked that your bag gets smaller as you get bigger and more capable of holding a bigger bag? I think you just grow more realistic about what you need in a school day. It definitely is that, but like, I definitely need way more books in year nine than I did in year thirteen. Year thirteen, I'd bring my iPad and my laptop. That's literally all I need. I didn't pull. Any, mm. like, in English, all English teachers are the, English teachers are the most delusional fucks on the planet because they go, "Okay, class, get your books out. We'll be writing today." You never fucking write. You just use your laptop anyway. 
It's yeah, and your funny. exams um, are typing. So I I just use my device versus in year nine. I definitely need a slide pad. I definitely need my maths textbook. I definitely need my maths book, science book. And yes, I took took more subjects, but like I just needed more books out. I remember um, last year for law school when we were doing in person lectures. Colin Christie used to make fun of me for only taking a laptop to lectures. I was like, we're going to one lecture and going straight back. Did you learn nothing in high school? Yeah. You don't need other shit. Some people just... Re- re- like, they'll tell you whole ass tote bags with fucking pencil cases and other shit. I'm like, why? Well, why? Some people just reset. But it's also because, like, buying pencil cases and... Look, I, I get this completely. Like, buying pencil cases and getting tote bags, like, like figuring out a system and getting shit all organised... It's just fun. It's fun to set that up and daydream and think that's how you're going to be for the rest of the year, even though it falls apart within a week. Mm. Like it, Maybe it was also the like aesthetic of studying law first yeah, exactly. year, you There's know? Yeah, exactly. whole aesthetic. It's all like how... I was talking to Rico about this. Buying... Although I love my Switch, and I I'm, love it. It's buying accessories for a Switch, like a Nintendo system, is more fun than actually playing the Switch. Like buying fucking cases and little game card storage systems and shit. Like, it's just <laughs> so fun. And, like, it's the organisation. It just scratches an itch in my brain but I just don't get from anything else like you know what also would scratch that itch sex thank you for listening to this week's podcast everyone <laughs> <laughs> thanks everyone <laughs> I'll, I'll catch you next week but, but you know what let's leave this Thank you.